Our theme this Lent, as Pastor Chad mentioned last week and as we've mentioned on Sunday mornings, is metanoia. The journey of changing one's mind, heart, self, or way of life, or a spiritual conversion. And throughout the next few weeks, we're going to hear stories from the Bible about biblical people that we have heard about for years and the journeys that they go on or have gone through. But tonight, the journey that I want to talk about is our own. A few years ago, many years ago, when I was a camp counselor, we had a skit that we called the body shop skit, and the shop owner would set up five or six bodies and someone would come in and they would have something about themselves that they wanted to change. Sometimes they didn't think they were a good enough athlete or they weren't smart enough or tall enough. And so the shop owner would show them the bodies to choose from and say, pick one. So the customer would go behind a body and push that new body out into the world. And that new body would come in and they were so excited because now they had what they thought was missing. And they quickly realized, hmm, but now I wish I had this. And so they would push a new body out into the world. And this would go through three or four or five. And finally, they would push out the body of the person who first came in to the shop. And the person would come out into the world and they would feel great. They would feel like they had everything they were supposed to have. And they would go and they'd try to pay the shop owner and they'd say, you have helped me feel like myself, feel like who I'm supposed to feel like. What do I owe you? And the shop owner would always say, this one's on me. Society has taught us to try our hardest to live up to expectations that sometimes, probably most of the time, are pretty unrealistic. And those expectations might come from parents, co-workers, friends, coaches, children. They are and oftentimes very overwhelming. So to see what some of those expectations are, I asked the Facebook universe, and here were some of the responses. Feeling like I need to balance work and life, but the work part always takes over. The pressure to go the furthest, achieve the highest with my job, even if I don't feel like I want to. To be a good person, man, husband, father, son, employee, Christian, friend, conform to whatever the latest thought stream is being peddled by mass media. To be a good community member, leader, presenter, trainer, teacher. And this person's list went on and on. The pressure on myself to keep up with normal adults from a physical activity perspective. 
always feeling like I'm one step behind, worrying that my homeschooled children will be sufficiently and properly socialized, the need to justify my college degree, always be busy or in the loop, be the perfect mom for my stepson. And I know that those of you that just did mentoring, you might have had some of these same conversations because by a show of hands, how many of us feel like there are expectations on us that we might never live up to? There is a possibility that as I read the list from the Facebook universe, you might have said to yourself, yep, I fit in with that one, or yep, me too. I know the one that said to be the perfect mom for my stepson. I often feel like I need to be the perfect mom for my children, my three children, and I know I am not. Our scripture that Pastor Chad read tonight is just two short verses from the book of Romans that if you ever sit and read the book of Romans, it is chock full of some really good stuff. And Romans 12.2 is a verse that goes through my head on a regular basis because I need to be reminded that it is okay for me to be me, 100% me, not what society thinks I should be, but me. We are reminded in this verse that we don't need to conform to what this world expects us to be. But instead, we are reminded that God created each and every one of us to live God's good, pleasing, and perfect will. If you are someone who has tried or is currently trying to fit into a mold driven by teachers or coaches or parents or friends or society as a whole or, again, mass media, here is your reminder. Do not conform to this world, but transform your mind and heart to be reminded that you are exactly who and how God created you to be. Now, how many of you have seen the movie Encanto? It's on repeat in our house. And for those of you that haven't seen it, I don't want to ruin the movie, but if you ever want to see these verses played out in a movie, watch Encanto. Because almost every single character in that movie goes through some type of change where they realize who they are truly meant to be. So I, I have a Chicken Soup for the Soul book in my office, and I know this alone might even date me a little bit because I don't know if they still make new ones of these. But I happened to be looking through this the other day, and I came across one that I had bookmarked many, many years ago called When Children Learn. When children learn that happiness is not found in what a person has, but in who that person is. 
when they learn that giving and forgiving are more rewarding than taking and avenging, when they learn that suffering is not eased by self-pity, but overcome by inner resolve and spiritual strength, when they learn that they can't control the world around them, but they are the masters of their own souls, when they learn that relationships will prosper if they value friendship over ego, compromise over pride, and listening over advising, when they learn not to hate a person whose difference they fear, but to fear that kind of hate, when they learn that there is pleasure in the power of lifting others up, not in the pseudo power of pushing them down, when they learn that praise from others is flattering, but meaningless if it is not matched by self-respect, when they learn that the value of a life is best measured not by the years spent accumulating possessions, but by the amounts spent giving of oneself, sharing wisdom, inspiring hope, wiping tears, and touching hearts. When they learn that a person's beauty is seen not with the eyes, but with the heart, and that even though time and hardships may ravage one's outer shell, they can enhance one's character and perspective. When they learn to withhold judgment of people, knowing everyone is best blessed with good and bad qualities, and that the emergence of either often depends on the help given or hurt inflicted by others. When they learn that every person has been given the gift of a unique self, and the purpose of life is to share the very best of that gift with the world. When children learn these ideals and how to practice them in the art of good living, they will no longer be children. They will be blessings to those who know them and worthy models for all the world. So during this Lenten season, when we dive into this idea of metanoia, this idea of being on a journey, the changing of one's mind, heart, and self, remind yourself every day that God created you to be you and to live God's good, pleasing, and perfect will. Amen. I will arise and go to Jesus. He will embrace me in his arms.